0: Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad you could join in today with us and we'll continue in our evidence of the flood and in this episode we're going to look at the flood. Was it local or global and that's definitely a discussion point for some folks and we definitely want to know what the Bible says. The the following statement is from a book entitled, The Historical Context for the Book of Genesis. It's written by a man named Don Stoner. It's a Christian resource book. So keep that in mind as I read this statement. The flood was indeed a river flood. The language of Genesis allows for us a regional flood. The floodplain surrounding the Tyrus and Euphrates River Drainage is extremely poor there and flooding is common. It truly is unbelievable that a Christian author would promote such a position. There is growing amount of individuals who believe in a localized flood. The idea of a small regional flood in Noah's day, is being promoted by Christians today, which to me is unbelievable. Why would you take such a position? Just like this fellow with his book, Don Stoner. What they're doing is they're mixing religion, taking the word of God, and trying to mix it with the millions and billions of years of evolution. They're trying to mix oil and water. They don't mix. It's not possible. You're going to come up with all kinds of problems. And the most important thing to know is what does the Bible say? When it comes right down to it, what does the Bible say? Genesis chapter 7, verse 17. And the flood was for 40 days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and bare up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth." And the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth. And all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail. And the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth. Both the fowl of cattle, of beasts, of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life Of all that was in the dry land died And every living substance was destroyed Which is upon the face of the ground Both man and cattle and the creeping things And the fowls of the heaven And they were destroyed from the earth And Noah only remained alive And they that were with him in the ark The scripture is clear All the high hills under the whole heaven were covered, and the waters covered them up to fifteen cubits. That would be at least twenty-six feet. We looked previously at cubits, I think, or we will, and a different uh, lengths of them. And uh, at the very least, twenty-six cubits, uh, twenty-six feet of uh, is that of fifteen cubits. Now, there's all air-breathing animals and humans outside the ark died. The word is very specific it doesn't leave any doubt here this is what it is you know up until the 1800s people in the western world believed what the bible declared about creation and global flood now it's was still not until the 1830s that this secular idea of millions of years became popular now uh, there was numerous individuals who influenced that Darwin probably being the most famous Uh, but there was others as well followed by the name of Charles Lale uh this influenced this idea and he truly opposed the truth of a global flood position which is the biblical position he outright rejected the bible's claims and, and claimed that many layers of rock were laid down slowly Over millions and then later on become billions of years. His claim was based on his assumption and belief in the religion of naturalism, not observation. Science is supposed to be about what you can observe. That's the idea of science. What can we observe? It has to be observed to be science. His idea took root, though, and it spread like wildfire and quickly became the, along with others, uh, became what was taught in secular educational, higher educational centers. The response by some Christians was simply to try to tie the, it to add it, to add this idea of long ages to the Bible. That position is not biblically correct. They should have stood on the authority of the scriptures and defended the global flood. There's massive amounts of physical evidence of a global flood. But the end of the matter, it's a matter of trust, and trust in Almighty God, who created all things. Genesis one one in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He knows everything. Colossians two thirteen in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, and He always has been there. In Revelation twenty two verse thirteen, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You know, there's many problems, massive amount of problems with this teaching of a local, localized flood position. If that was true, why would the Lord command and instruct Noah to build an ark if the flood was indeed local? Why would he do that? He could have instructed Noah and his family to find refuge on a high mountain or to, to get away from the flood plain. Now why would Noah put birds in the ark? It was the Lord who did it, but why would he even take the birds in the air? They could have easily flown to a higher position uh, to stay away. To fly away from the flooding area. Why why would a flood take place over the course of about a a year if it was local? I mean, my goodness, we see uh, floods, localized floods, you know, west. Uh, I think of floods that have happened in Winnipeg area and southern Manitoba. And they don't last a year. Well, they might last for weeks, but they don't last a year. Like, come on. Why did Noah and his family and all the animals stay in the ark for seven months after it came to rest... ...if it was just a little flood, a local flood? Even if it was a big local flood, it would, seven months? What? No. How in the world... Now, this is a really good one. How in the world... Would the ark end up on Mount Ararat if it was a local flood? I mean, Ararat is a high mountain. Like, how how would that happen? How how did the Almighty fail at his stated task, where he said that he would destroy all land animals on the earth, if if the flood was local? Was, uh, Genesis six seventeen, and behold. I, even I, bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein the, is the breath of life from under the heaven. Everything that is in the earth shall die. I mean, to take this position, you're calling God a liar. That is that is a serious, that's a horrible place to be. You know, a flood occurred um, approximately 1600 years after creation. If all the people outside the ark were judged and drowned in a local flood then they were all still living in one little region on earth just think about that if it was a local flood everybody would be super close why didn't the lord uh confuse the languages earlier and scattered them for disobeying them because back in genesis chapter 1 verse 28 god said and god blessed them and said unto them be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, and subdue so it, and, and uh, to have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Listen, by sixteen hundred years, there was people all over the place in the world. Now I think it looked a lot different than what it does right now because we see in Scripture that the uh, earth opened up and the waters came forth. I think there was definitely a continental drifts taking place at that time, but at any rate this whole theory is is based on huge suppositions that are totally unbiblical and again line you up with making god a liar so there's some massive problems and the genesis account doesn't fit not at all uh you know another massive problem with this teaching is the rainbow if the flood was local then again god's a liar for God promised in Genesis 9 11, he'd never send a flood like the one he did to destroy the whole earth. You know, the world has seen many local floods. He never said he wouldn't flood a local player or wouldn't let a local flood happen. He's talking about a worldwide event, a global flood. Let me read for you Genesis 9 verse 11. And I will establish my covenant with you, and neither shall all flesh be uh, cut off any more by the waters of the flood, neither shall there be any more a flood to destroy the earth not part of the earth, the earth, the entirety. And God said, this is a token of covenant which I made between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud and it shall be a token of a covenant between you and me. Uh, So this, there's so many evidences that rule out the idea of a local flood. Uh, So the next time you read a book, a Christian book, and they promote that position, uh, let me encourage you to uh, throw it in the recycling bin. All right? It's a lie. God destroyed the earth. It was a global flood. And God was right to do it. He brought judgment upon the earth. The flood was global, worldwide, not local. Thank you for listening in today. I hope it's been a help, an encouragement, educational for you. Have a great day, and until next time, keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus.